so like right before we started, I was watching uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, and I am horny today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dark Asylum Podcast. I am the chosen one, Zach Winters. With me, as always, is my friends, confidants, and buddies, Darkness. Hello, everybody. And Big Vicious. And I was having a good day until I heard your little comment, and now I have the worst visual ever. How you doing, guys? Yo, like, I couldn't think of any funny funny names to call you guys this week, so I just went with uh, watching a thousand, House of a Thousand Corpses and, like, peak Sharon Moon Zombie. Mm. Yeah. I had a strange thing in that one was when they... Uh abducted that one chick and they dressed her up like a like a girl like a little like a kid and tied her to the bed oh, yeah. and tiny sitting there eating his cereal i don't know something about that scene works for me <laughs> that is that is that is the most horror okay i was gonna make a, a joke about being sexually attracted to tiny but no that is the most horrifying part in that movie is watching him eat cereal <laughs> his agatha crispies <laughs> oh my god it was awful because he's just slurping his spoon like he's dropping most of them he's eating them out of a dog bowl right yeah <laughs> and he's like, no 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 uh, how the fuck are you guys uh hanging in there doing good doing good about yeah. as well as we could be you know? hell still dealing with the uh eternal hellscape that is 2020 <laughs> it just seems to keep getting better and better Oh man, I cannot wait to see what happens after the election. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's just like it's gone off the deep end. I don't know if, with all the stuff going on, we're leaning more towards a demolition man type future where you're not allowed to say anything bad, <laughs> you're not allowed to cuss, you're not allowed to, because now we got PlayStation recording all of our conversations in case we say something wrong. And then they can ban our account. So that's leaning more towards the Demolition Man future. Or it's slowly becoming Idiocracy was a documentary. It was ahead of its time. Right. Oh, I think our future is a, a wild mix of Idiocracy with uh, Demolition Man and some Mad Max sprinkles in there. Yeah, I could see it. The Mad Max stuff. Yeah. Uh, I would uh, vote for Terry Crews for president I, right I now. I was going to say, we need Terry <laughs> Crews as president. <laughs> I'm going to easy my official write-in, just Terry Crews. There you go. <laughs> I mean, couldn't do worse than the last time we had an actor in the presidency. Was that Ronnie Reagan? No, I was just talking about Trump again. But oh, was Ronnie Reagan was all right. Oh, was he an actor? I mean, a reality uh, show, in, I guess you one, are. <laughs> reality show. He was in one movie. A Home Alone 2? Yeah, that 10-second part. <laughs> uh, I never even watched that show. I never, you know, so I had no idea what we were getting into. You're fired. Oh, okay. I, uh, like, I knew, I knew the very, like, bare minimum basics, but yeah, this, yeah, it's been... Been a hell of a four years. Yep. Got the the bail, the uh, mail-in ballots came in. Just, we live in Oregon, and I coming from another state. This is so foreign to me. You don't have polling <laughs> stations. You just have 
a mail-in ballot, you sign it, you stick it in a barcoded envelope, and you drop it in some kind of huge mailbox-looking thing somewhere in the town that you live in. So we used different. We used to have uh, voting stations around here. But, you know, with everything going on. Yeah, I don't think they'd go out of their way to try and change that right now. No. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, so what have you guys been doing this week? Uh, going into company Zoom calls and masturbating furiously while everyone can watch. Oh, wait, that wasn't me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You... <laughs> I was going to say, are you a uh, former CNN correspondent? <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. 2020 is one hell of a year. That's, that's one hell of a vintage. Oh, man, are we, are we are we breaking into weird news stories already? No, no. They were just sprinkling it. It's called foreshadowing. <laughs> it's good storytelling. Yeah. I'm tarantino it. You hint at it at first. Yeah, there you go. You... No, Tarantinoing oh. would be uh, we do the conclusion, and then we go back and say the middle, and then at the very end you do the introduction. That would be Tarantinoing. And then, and then somewhere in the middle, I have to put my foot in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, what? The... <laughs> Tarantino <laughs> loves his feet. Jesus, he loves it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. In his defense, if uh, Selma Hayek walked up to me and just started putting her feet in my mouth, I'd go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd be a little apprehensive in, like, some weird Mexican titty bar, but... Not me. No, you know, <laughs> she looked clean. I'm like, okay, yeah. But I'd be like, damn, you got dirty-ass feet all over this fucking sand floor. What are you talking about? <laughs> there's Sam. There's probably puke all over this, man. I don't want it that in my... Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking disgusting. I'll do it without a second thought. Yeah, and that the the twenty minute scene of uh, Uma Thurman's in uh, Kill Bill, <laughs> move your toe, wiggle, wiggle that toe, toe. wiggle your oh, and he's just sitting there like, ah, oh, oh, oh. uh, try it again, and try it again. Wiggles it. <laughs> she wiggles it, and he shoots in his pants. Or when she steps on uh, uh, the other girl's eye, whose name I can't remember. Uh, Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Black Mamba. Black Mamba. Wasn't that her code name? I get them all confused. I don't. It's been a few years. No, I don't remember hers. Or maybe. Yeah, I don't remember. Someone's I... yelling at us furiously right now. <laughs> Screaming into it. Vivica A. Fox, you son of a bitch! It's Vivica A. Fox. I don't no, think that was No, she was her. mad that she wasn't Black Mamba. Oh. Somebody else stole Black Mamba. Was that uh, Lucy? No, Lucy Lou was Black Mamba. All right, fuck it. We're going to go off on this for a fucking half hour. And, nah, fuck it. <laughs> I still want to see the idea that they had for uh, Vivica, a, Vivica A. Fox's daughter getting revenge on Uma Thurman when she grew up. I Isn't that still in the works? That, you know, with that kind of stuff, it's always in the works still. But, you know, I'm still waiting for a, a Vincent and Vic Vega movie that he also said he was going to do. Fuck, right? But that's a whole nother right. story. If if we're still curious, I got up, I got the, uh, I pulled up the uh, Deadly Viper Assassination Squad codename list. <laughs> All right, lay it on us. Because, so uh, the, the bride, Beatrix, is Black Mamba. Um... Bill is Snake Charmer. Bud is Sidewinder. Ellie Driver's California Mountain Snake. 
Which I think you starred in that movie, didn't you? What? California? What? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Oh, good. I was trying to make a dick joke, but it didn't work. Oh. Uh, Oren Ishii is Cottonmouth. Verne- Vivica Fox is Copperhead. Copperhead. Okay. Nice. Now we've gotten that cleared up and now that we could all sleep at night (laughs) yeah that one person just veered off the road and just screaming furiously at his radio (laughs) or hers we got we got 49 percent female now so and it's i take full credit for that yeah i know i know and 47 male and the rest is non-binary or undecided that uh that 49% is going to be sorely disappointed when we start putting up video content. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, those little animated characters that we have in the uh, artwork doesn't doesn't do us justice. <laughs> Just all hideous ghoul men. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, anyway. V, so... v has a ghost story he was telling us, though. I, wa- I kind of want to get that on the air. You want to... You want to tell your ghost? You wanted to bust in with Big V already? Fuck it, why not? Why not? Flying by the seat of our pants today. We'll Tarantino this shit. We'll go all out of order. Fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> Is there I'll do the intro. The order? I'll do the. I'll do the introduction at the end of the show. Ah, <laughs> uh, so anyways, <clears throat> so I got this. Uh, I was telling you guys about the new SLS camera. The, uh, yeah. The. Uh, Xbox connects uh, camera hooked up to a, a tablet with a program. Basically, it uh, uses uh, invisible light to pick up uh, like the body. This and so you can play your games. Well, in this format, it creates stick figures to uh, um, lay out, map out the body. So if you step in front of it, it it'll stick figure you and kind of follow you around. Well. In the paranormal world, it's used to pick up things that we can't see with our eyes. And playing around with it in the apartment that I'm at the other day, um, which you guys should have saw the video that I sent you, there was... Yeah, we should post that on the uh, on the Dark Asylum page. Yeah, it, it was a trip. It, it started doing its thing, and sure enough, I mean, you look, there's nothing there. And it wasn't just picking up something that could have possibly uh, looked like a body. It was moving and everything. It was um, one thing I did notice with this camera. If you run past like uh, a coat rack that may look like a person, it'll map it out, but it's, it stays still. It doesn't move because obviously nothing's moving. It's not. Um, but this thing was sure dancing around and um a couple others that i didn't catch on video were doing the same thing and it's it's all areas that the cats either freak out or stare at a lot so that was that was interesting and then um what was it saturday night i would no it was sunday night um we were doing a little um evp and uh spirit box work I am. After we're done with that, we got some interesting things. I'm laying, laying down, in my spot on the couch, and I swear to shit, the front door slammed. I shoot up, and I'm like, "What the hell was that?" 
And I'm like, all right, I don't see anything. I, I messaged uh, one person. I'm like, hey, did you, uh, you know, go to the bathroom and slam your door? They're like, no, I've been in my bed. I haven't moved. Uh, go to check on my boy. Um, he's in his bed. And uh, he was like, yeah, I went to the bathroom. I'm like, did you slam your door? And he's like, no. And I'm like, I think I'm going to chalk it up to you slamming your door because that scared the piss out of me and I want to go to sleep. So I'm laying there thinking, and I'm like, nah, it wasn't the bedroom door. There's there, there's a distinct sound between a bedroom door and a front door. A bedroom door is a very uh, more hollow light slam, where your front door is a more solid light. You know when a front door slams. <laughs> um, yeah. Needless to say, I kept telling myself it was the bedroom door, and I went to bed. I got up and left. <laughs> the next morning, I was like... I need a break from this place. <laughs> Isn't it always funny when like something weird happens and it wakes you up? You will do everything in your power to convince you yourself that it's not what you really think it is. <laughs> like you hear something scratching on the walls outside and you're like, oh, it's just the rake in the wind. And there's like, you know, there's no damn rakes there and it's not windy whatsoever. Right. But it's you're like, not a demon. Yeah, in the back of your mind, you're like, it's fucking demon. <laughs> He's coming to get through. <laughs> and that's the thing. As far as I know, I wasn't asleep. But you know, there's a, those points where you're like drifting off, and you you believe you're awake. You still remember things going on around you. Um, I could have been in that point, but like I said, oh, when I got up, the front door was still locked. So I was like, okay, this is fucked up. No shit. Yeah. Uh, may need to call yourself somebody. I mean, I don't know what Dan Aykroyd's up to, but I'm sure he'd come take a look. It's right. available. Oh, I guarantee you it's something weird. You know, we're getting, we're getting some interesting things off the, uh, spirit box when we, when we mess around with that. It's, there, there's something here in this house, or apartment. Um, there's definitely something. We've, we've seen shadow things, shadow people, um, in the past. Um, hearing things, uh, the cats are always going fucking apeshit. Not always, but there's a lot of times where they're like, they're just staring. Like they'll all be huddled in one area, staring up, and it's like, what the hell? <laughs> Supposedly, cats can see on a different spectrum, so they're picking animals. up on. Yeah, most animals, but An cats anim especially, man, yeah. it's crazy. Animals and kids, but yeah, definitely cats. Cats are. Um, they're really in tune to all of that. And it's, it's creepy when a cat either starts freaking out or staring. I always find it interesting, too, that most of the tropes for haunted places are haunted houses, old houses. But if you think about it, hotels and apartment complexes have more of a turnaround of people that have weirder things happen in their lives than an old house would that's got a long history. Mm -hmm. When I was working in the hotel... Like, I was there, let's say maybe 10 years, and I personally dealt with probably six deaths while I was there. And oh, yeah. it's just funny how everyone's got the trope for the old creepy haunted house. But apartment complexes and hotels really don't get as much, you know, focus on them when they have, like I say, that higher turnaround of people that bad things happen. Right. Mm. I mean, has there ever been a good haunted hotel besides the shining the sentinel well that was apartment complex like apartment building yeah. um 
Poltergeist 3. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there is some weird stuff with that one, because that poor kid died in the middle of it. So they there's all kinds of crazy stuff with that film franchise. Yeah. They, had to use a, they had to use a puppet for the rest of her parts. Yeah, it looks like it. I, but I no, mean, I want to check out, like I said, I want to go to the Benson Hotel here in Portland. Um, yeah. It's supposed to be haunted. And then um, I want to go to Edgefield McMinimums. Um, they're supposed to have some good hauntings there. Yeah, the McMinimums, you said they, they kind of get these buildings that have had this history. <laughs> They they not only like don't try to hide it, they kind of like elevate it, you know. Yeah. So and then also yeah. the um it's the Heathman here. Um the Heathman it's supposed to be the one where I believe the guy jumped out of a window and, and like fell to his like fell to his death and it's supposed to be there's weird things that happen on every floor that his body passed. Oh wow. Did I ever tell the story of the, the suicide that I dealt with at the hotel on the show before? I I'm not sure. Well, it don't sound familiar. Oh, all right. Well, I'll I'll uh, tell it, I guess, since you know, what are they gonna do? Turn around and sue me? But I worked in this hotel in the desert of California, in the Palm Springs area, and this older guy had gotten into a car accident in LA and it was his third hit and run or his uh, third um, D D DUI. So mm -hmm. he hit his third DUI and he just gets into the wreck. His car's still operational. He drives maybe the two hours, two and a half hours to the hotel that I work at. He goes and he gets a, a room up like the one of the best suites, one of the best rooms that we have. He orders a bunch of room service. He gets all the, you know, ordering all the movies, spending everything. And right when my shift starts, and I'm just like clocking in, grabbing my radio and everything. He decides to take a swan dive off of the eighth floor, straight down into oh, the lobby. Shit. So, yeah, he uh, decided that getting his third felony charge and going to prison for life uh, wasn't... It was the more extreme way to spend the rest of your life than having a decent meal and taking a swan dive off of the eighth floor. Fuck. So, yeah. It was just insane. And had a couple of those through the year. We had one that we would call the pusher jumper faller because there was a domestic dispute between uh, husband and wife. And supposedly... The wife was so distraught that she jumped off the balcony, but there was uh, evidence kind of contrary that it might not have been the case. She might have been assist. Mm. So, yeah, it's very interesting, some of these things that you have to deal with. <laughs> it's Yeah, that, that hotel had some incidents with people seeing things. And like I said before, I do remember saying this, the uh, people were seeing like Native American uh spirits and stuff yeah. like that people that, that had no connection to each other like a guest and and a, a housekeeper or something like that so very interesting like i said hotels have a history too and a dark history sometimes that you know forever after is just kind of imprinted on the place right but yeah
uh, poltergeist was track housing, for God's sake. <laughs> so you're, you're stuck on the poltergeist. I that's like one of the biggest scary movie of like haunted movies that I can remember. Right. What about The Exorcist? Well, that that was a possession. It wasn't like a haunting. So, I mean, you got Paranormal Activity 1 through well, 17, and you got Poltergeist. Well, <laughs> I mean, a possession is just like a, a ghost haunting a person. Yeah. Amityville. I can't believe we didn't house. think of Amityville, but that one. Amityville. Yeah. But. All right. So. Busted with anyway. Big V. <laughs> it's actually kind of creepy now. I don't want to ever go to your house. So, what's um? You got the spirit box. You got the cameras. What is your stance on Ouija board use? Uh, no. Okay. Ooh, that's I, that's I have me too. On this too. <laughs> I here's my thing. The only time I think I would ever 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 consider using. Um, a Ouija board is with somebody who knows a whole hell of a lot more than I do. Um, yeah. Because when you start fucking around with shit like that, I mean, you're you're opening up way too many things. You're, you're if you don't know what you're doing, you can cause a lot of issues. And I'm I'm not even down for doing that. Whether it happens to me or somebody else, it's yeah. I don't. Uh, to me, a Ouija board is like a fire in a fireplace. You're not going to go stick your hand in it and get burnt. So like, I'm staying away from it. Um, yeah, it's yeah. That's too much for me. I mean, even, so you're even scared me. of them? <laughs> I, not necessarily scared. They're, they're interesting. And like I said, I, I would really, to even consider it, have to have somebody who knew a whole hell of a lot more about them and about all this than I do. So Dan Aykroyd, if he came to your house with a Ouija board, you'd be okay. Oh man. <laughs> oh, he'd be doing something weird with it though. <laughs> the man's a fucking weirdo. Right. What's Makes your, good what, vodka though. Yeah. What's your stance on it, Zach? I think they're one hundred and ten percent bullshit. Hmm. Okay. I think uh, the Ouija is a successful marketing toy, and it's little more than a fucking. Uh, it's it's like being scared of a game of Monopoly. I think there's some sort of psych. Either a somebody, you, you all got to put your hands on the little on the little dealy, right? Yeah. I think a somebody's always gonna be fucking with you. You can't trust anybody on that thing. Or b it's gonna be some sort of psychological, brain motor thing where you're going to push it towards what you want it to. So given that, if you take into consideration the power of people's mind and thinking, do you think that if they're all in the same frame of thought, that they can do things with their mind and only the Ouija board's acting as a tool? Like if they're trying to oh, summon completely. force something and there's something there, the Ouija board could be, you know, made out of cardboard and, and you know, zip, uh, fucking Sharpie marker, and they just made it. But the power of their combined mind forces bring whatever's around them out. Do you think that's possible? Well, 
I think the mine, you know, a, a lot of people underestimate how just like how powerful thought and like perception is. Because, yeah, I think if you get a group together, a group of people together, and they all have one like minded approach of how this is going to go, they could probably think that, you know, something's going to happen. Because I think everybody has this perception of the Ouija board where this is some, some taboo. This is a, a big thing where we're going to, you know, summon demons and witches and all this other crazy shit. And I think once you fuck with the Ouija board, you're going to be more open to the weird little creaks and and sounds that your house is going to make and then you're going to think oh the Ouija board's haunting me yeah I, I I mean I was afraid as a kid to even go in to the bathroom and say that name three times and stuff <laughs> really? like that it just freaks me out because hey, I wouldn't I, even I, say it now yeah I don't because <laughs> there's a TV in front of me and the reflection <laughs> might come <laughs> I'm skeptical to an extent, but I'm not gonna fucking poke a mean dog with a stick. I so so when you go when you go to a, a nice uh, cocktail bar, what do you what do you order when you want a tomato juice and vodka? I I don't like tomato juice. I mean, nobody does. <laughs> anybody who likes bloody anybody who likes bloody marys is lying. <laughs> uh, Darkness just left the chat. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I, I do like me a good Bloody Mary. Oh, God. Don't say You like Bloody Mary? No! <laughs> uh, no, so the, the thing with the Ouija board... I mean, board, it's, it's just as... I was going to say, that's just as effective if, just as effective as saying Beetlejuice three times. Ah, oh, see. I'd like to hang out with Beetlejuice. So <laughs> I don't think I want to hang out with that crazy lady. But Michael no, Keaton or the cartoon? I'm Michael Keaton, man. Come on. There's much love for Michael Keaton on this podcast. Oh, yeah. There is very much love. I, I do want to hang out with him in that demon whorehouse, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, real quick before we get away from the Ouija board. Um, you know, yes, it, it's basically been turned into a toy. And yes, a lot of people... Um, it, it, it is fucked around with and people like do stupid shit to spook their friends. But you know, when it was created back in the 19th century, it, it, I believe there is, there's something to it. And, and then yes, it might not be necessarily that the board it, itself um, is the actual thing that talks to the dead. But once you start getting into that deep meditation, um, your mind is what leads you into that other realm. And if you put yourself into that place and you open yourself up to that, you're, you're just opening yourself up to a lot of bad things. Yeah, that, that was always See, my you, thing about it, too. I mean, the power you're, you're of people's opening, thoughts. You're, you're opening your mind to all this stuff where, like, every little sound and every little creak you're going to assume is, is the Ouija board fucking you with you. You're going to be more um, aware of all this stuff. Yeah. I you're going to be too, aware yeah. of the house creaking and you're going to jump at every little sound. Oh, is that a, is that a shadow figure? Turn on the light and it's going to be no pile of clothes on your chair. Right. <laughs> but no, it's just, 
to me, the Ouija board is just, um, it's, it's almost, it, to me, it's like no difference and somebody out there who is probably into this, like, knows way more than me is probably going to yell at me, but to me, the Ouija board is almost like doing a seance, but just, you, it's another tool. It's, it's like part of your meditation tool. I mean, there's so many different ways to meditate. Sure. And the Ouija board is just another way to do a seance. It's just another way to um, bring your mind and your body into a different um, different aura to allow these things to communicate and listen and speak to you. So, if you tell me you believe in seances, I'm never going to stop bullying you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so he has not denounced nor. <laughs> <laughs> He's just the sitting there. <laughs> the best seance in any movie is uh, the one from the Adams family. <laughs> Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice had a seance? Oh, yeah. I, yeah they have How the seance. hell could I ever forget that? Okay, Adams family is second, second best. Yes. Oh. And like I said, here, here's my thing. Whether I believe in it or not, um, it's I, I don't leave... I, I'm not shutting it off, and I'm not saying it's not real. Um, but I'm not going to sit there and oh, say I will. that it, it's 100% true. I, <laughs> it's just like the whole reason I got into like um, investigating the paranormal and looking into it and, and going further than just um, hearing what other people have to say is because I want to learn and I want to know. Um, it's, I believe there is spirits out there. I believe there's, there, there's stuff and, um, it's, they're called all kinds of different things and there's different, you know, terms and I want to learn everything there is about it and for myself and to know whether my loved ones are moving on to another place or if they're hanging around playing Pokemon, I don't know, you know. Ghost Pokemon. Yeah, right. I choose you, Ghost so, Pikachu. Well, like, like, uh, don't get me wrong, I believe in it. I, uh, I've experienced a lot of shit, like, too much shit to not believe in it, but I also believe that people are going to exploit this to make money off of it. Well, Anyone no, can call themselves a medium and charge you to have a seance in your house. Anybody could go to any toy store and buy a Ouija board. No, exactly. Put them it's, out for God's sake. Exactly. That, that's exactly. the thing. I so I believe there is um, psychics and mediums out there. Um, is everyone that comes around true? No. Um, but I believe there is people out there that have a gift or an ability to. Um, feel things um, more than what um, others can. Um, people are sensitive to other things. Um, so, no, definitely, I believe there is stuff out there, but to what extent is it? And I want to know what to look for in knowing who is real and not real. I'm not going to believe that. I'm going to sit there and you're going to tell me my, my dead sister's talking to me and all of a sudden um, the sheet off the back of the chair starts floating and the, the ball starts glowing in the center of the table and 
the person who I just paid a thousand bucks to rolls their eyes in the back of their head and goes, I'm your dead sister. I have a message for you. You should eat broccoli. Uh. <laughs> you fat what, shit. What, what, what was that? Oh my God. Oh, did you feel that? I, uh, no. I invited that, that, that medium into my house and now all my tequila's gone. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys ever see the movie The Frighteners? Yes. I love that fucking no. concept of that movie. You've never you seen, seen Frighteners? Oh, dude. I haven't seen it. So, Michael J. Fox? Yeah. So Michael J. Oh, Fox I've heard of it. is a medium, and he's a, a bio-exorcist or a ghostbuster, whatever you want to call him. But basically what happened was he was in an accident, and now he can see the dead. And he's friends with a couple of ghosts, and he sends the ghost into houses to haunt them. So they, they can call him, come and exterminate the ghosts. So it's like this big scam where he sends his buddies to go screw with people so that they call him to exercise the ghost. And, I mean, the plot gets better and there's, like, actual really bad ghosts that he's got to deal with and stuff. I won't spoil it. But, so it's yeah, not like it, if The Sixth Sense was a comedy. Kind of. Um, yeah. I love, I love it's a good movie, though. The Protector of the Graveyard. Oh, Arlie Ermey or Arlie Ermey? Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, Arlie Ermey is good in anything, though. Get out of my cemetery, you maddie! Yeah, there's there's a lot of names in there that are. It, they had John Aston in there as the the gunslinger, uh, uh, the hanging judge. Yeah. <laughs> they don't call me the hanging judge for nothing. He's sitting there boning a mummy. It's yeah, you would love it, Zach. <laughs> Oh, you, as soon as you said bone in a mummy, I'm told. <laughs> he's, he's downloading it right now. <laughs> Where is this? Yeah. Because uh, just, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just feeling it today. I got, you know, I was watching Sharon Moon Zombie and the, the, the first uh, Mama Firefly. I am hard as a rock tonight. All right. So Karen Black was the first mama and then Leslie Eastbrook was the second mama. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Both, both nice. You know, I'm not gonna. Both gorgeous women, but the the uh, who did we say the second one was? Leslie Eastbrook. Yeah, she like she brought a dirtiness to the character that like you you might catch hepatitis C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just remember her like another one of those things that we always talk about the sexual awakenings, her in the police academy movies. But, yeah. Oh yeah! Yeah, that was. <laughs> she jumps in the pool. Who's gonna save me? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go to my room now, guys. I'll be back. That was me at the young age watching it. I'm already in my room, so <laughs> if this was a Just Zoom call, away. I'd have to put it on mute real quick. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Just mute, not 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 turn off the thing. Well, that's it, that makes it so you can't see what I'm doing, right? I think <laughs> that's my so experience. uh so just so you know the listeners know we're it's been it's getting to that time of the year where like nerd nerd news video games movies it's starting to kind of slow down a little bit so we've been looking into uh thank you for that V oh <laughs> so that uh, noise you might have heard uh that was V posting a picture of the lovely Leslie Eastbrook from that exact scene that I just mentioned into the, yep. uh, the chat. So thank you for that. Um, the zoom call. Anyway. Is so, yeah. 
anyway, as I was saying, it's getting to the time of year where like nerd news, video games are kind of slowing down. Like the biggest thing we had is uh, the new Doom DLC is coming out or came out today. So uh, we're kind of going into a little bit of weird news stories. And I know uh, Darkness has been giddy about this one, the uh, CNN guy jerking off in front of everybody. <laughs> I don't know if I've been giddy about it. I just find it hilarious when people that, I mean, from any spectrum of the, polit- the politics, whatever, they're, you know, Mr. Business and, oh, blah, 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 and then they get caught jerking it or sending dick pics or, you know, whatever stupid scandals that basically bring them down, back down to our level. They think they're, you know, I'm an analyst. I'm a legal analyst. I'm a jerking off on a Zoom call. I'm better than anybody. Let me put this on mute, but not turn off my camera while I crank off. (laughs) (laughs) I hit the mute button. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That was that was Uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Tubin suspended from the New Yorker after he exposes himself during a video conference call. Yeah. That's uh, too much. This is this is politics, everybody. <laughs> That's why I stay away from uh, uh, fucking, what are those called? Webcams. Oh, yeah. I got a piece of tape covering mine as we speak. <laughs> really? Yeah. What so, what are you doing that they're not that the that the FBI are they're so scared of the FBI seeing all they're gonna see me is like me mouth breathing while I play Wasteland three or jerking <laughs> off. Well, have you seen those uh, those Twitch the girls of Twitch the thoughts the whatever you want to call them like they think they turn their yeah, shit yeah. off and then they're sitting there with like down to the second knuckle up their nose. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite one of those stories was. There's this guy who uh, got like like uh, millions of subscribers on Twitch and a lot of donations because he was a uh, he was a vet who was injured in Iraq and he was paralyzed from the waist down. So oh, you know this is the oh, only way no. he can make money. Oh yeah, and one time he was he was raking in lots of money, but one time he thought his camera was off and he gets up. Out of his wheelchair and walked off. <laughs> That's a kind of shit. And his girlfriend, his girlfriend was playing a game with them because I think they had their own little uh, Discord thing where they played on Twitch, and she was trying to cover it up for him. Oh my god! <laughs> but like, there's a good minute where like he just gets up and leaves, does something, and then I think he just comes running back and like just shuts the camera off. <laughs> It's a but miracle. Yeah, I think he was, he was forced to pay back a bunch of money, though. Oh, yeah, I love seeing stuff like that. But like it, these these chicks that like are wearing barely anything. I'm body painting myself, and all these guys are just like pay piggies, <laughs> and then they think their cameras <laughs> off and they're just disgusting people. <laughs> right. Just like the rest of us, just burning farts off. Yeah. Yeah, scratching speaking, their assholes and smelling of, it. Like donations and stuff. That's one of the things that drives me nuts about like all these uh, um, GoFundMe and fucking shit like that. I mean, the only the only GoFundMe thing that I ever loved watching was when Matt Hardy did that fucking GoFundMe for a bigger safe for all my money. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. 
Yeah. He's like, oh my god, that was I, so fucking funny. I need you to give me all this money so I can get a bigger safe for all my money. <laughs> he just and goes he's, off. He's like, he's like, oh, he's opening his drawers and all this money falls out onto him, and it's just he, such an inconvenience to him. He's, he's chucking money into the fireplace to let it burn. It was just, it was like, <laughs> oh my god. I mean, that was great, but no, you got stupid shit like that. You got people like give me money, I'm paralyzed, and people feel bad because, I mean, that's where we live. Everybody, like, feels bad for, like, the vets who come back and they're injured or, um, like, just any problem. So people start raking in this money and they get out of their fucking chair and walk away. It, it, it puts a bad name for the vets out there who really need the help. Yeah. Or, yeah. or there, there was that fucking uh, news story where um, some lady was stranded with gas and this bum gave uh, gave his last 20 bucks to gas and helped her out so they she's like I want to help him out and they started a GoFundMe and they raised like God knows how, how many thousands of dollars and come to find out he wasn't a bum these, these this couple and this guy were in cahoots and they started suing each other for one not giving the, I guess the the couple didn't give this bum all the money that was earned so he goes to sue them and then come to find out that none of it was real so both of them like all three of these people got into big trouble and had to pay all this money back but it's like you're, you're, you're scamming off of people go get a fucking job yeah it's, it's funny. not that hard <laughs> <laughs> it's funny here how like you see so many people panhandling and whatever and then they walk over to their car get in their car and drive away or they they yeah. drive up they drive up to a spot get out of their car pop their trunk and pull out their their signs that you know will work for food yep. or out of work or then they walk over to whatever street they work it for a while walk back to their car and just drive to the next block you know um the absolute last time i gave somebody money was uh i was when i lived in portland i was on the max and this guy was like, "Hey, can I just have five bucks for, for a ticket or something?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." I gave him a five five bucks. I get on the max, and then uh, we get on we get off at the same stop. And I look over there, he is, and he pulls out a wad of money as thick as my fist. <laughs> and I walk over and tap him on the shoulder, and I got like fifteen bucks out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you robbed the dude. He had the money. <laughs> Jesus. It wasn't robbery. It was it was uh, hush money because I was like, oh yeah, you really needed that money, right? And he was like, oh man, I'm sorry. I just right, here's your money back. I was like, eh, keep it coming. <laughs> if I robbed him, I would have taken all of it. But I'm a good person, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I only half robbed him because I'm a good person. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <clears throat> I found the the most effective way to discourage or just kind of throw off panhandlers i was on the max and this crazy lady came up to me and she's like give me some money and i look at her and i start rambling off every foreign language i can think of in just gibberish and she looks at me and goes you fucking crazy and then she walked away and left me alone <laughs> <laughs> and she just looked at me and walked away so that's a tip for you guys out there next time. You know, you get panhandling, unless they speak gibberish back, which a lot of them can do, 
Yeah. Sometimes you can get away with not having to give them anything. It's a free tip from the Dark Asylum podcast. There you go. <laughs> Um, except except if you ever run into Zach, he's going to walk up, tap you on your shoulder, and take 15 bucks. Yep. Speak, speaking of panhandling, you can buy our new shirt. Uh, there's a link in our, <laughs> our, our website. Feel free to donate. This is our uh, our Twitch. This is our GoFundMe uh, for three out-of-work wrestlers. Go ahead. Help, feel free. Pro, help us Pro Wrestling com forward slash Zach Winners. Yes, the website has a link to that. So it's your one-stop shop, you know. Or you know, just email us money. We like gift cards too. I'm not, I'm not out of work. <laughs> I just don't want to work anymore, and I want to do this for a living. Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? God, we're expanding. We've yeah. hit Detroit, and we've hit what was the other one I told you guys? Detroit and Mississippi. All right. Well, hello. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be popular there after our political views. <laughs> That's the thing. We don't have any political views. This show does we not do have not. any. Po- political views we are down the middle (laughs) especially after darkness gets done editing there is going to be no political views (laughs) i i don't even edit it anymore i just just, i don't care every little little controversial opinion Uh, yeah if i left in the fact that i am accused of wearing skinny pants then i honestly don't care what gets through anymore hell yeah So, we do have a little bit of news. We for TV news actually. Oh, uh, we got Dexter coming back for a ten episode oh, run. That's right. Yeah. So I uh, stopped giving a shit about Dexter. I so much that I forgot about that story. Yeah, <laughs> you're still Jesus. your brain's still stuck on don't give a fuck. That show stopped being good uh, after what was it season four with the Trinity Killer. John Lithgow. John Lithgow is perfect in everything, but yeah. he was amazing as uh, the Trinity Killer. I like actors like him, man, because like they're they are not major. I mean, people know who John Lithgow is, but the dude plays a villain. The dude plays a, a believable well, serial killer, and then he's on fucking yeah. Third Rock from the Sun, and it's fucking hilarious as shit. So <laughs> well, he, he like, runs a gamut, not... man. Not everybody knows who John Lithgow is, but he's definitely the guy who, like, if I showed you a picture of him, you'd be like, oh, that guy? Yeah. Right. Oh, they, oh yeah, that guy. But I remember, the fuck was it? Cliffhanger. <laughs> he had a, that accent and everything, but he was still, mm-hmm. like, who the fuck is going to believe John Lithgow is going to be a threat to Sylvester fucking Stallone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like fuck, action movies like that, man. Usually the villain's got to be on par with the hero. In those '80s action movies, some of them were just like, "How the fuck is he the villain?" You know, <laughs> John Lithgow, one of them. I mean, he he was a villain. He had the chops for that. But getting into a straight up fight, yeah, Stallone's no. gonna annihilate oh, him. Oh, that like he's known as being like a big a big goofy actor, but when he wants to turn on terrifying, he can do it. Yeah, another good one from him. Uh, Ricochet. I don't know if many people saw that one. It's early yeah, Denzel Washington, but that one he was good in that one too. Raising Cane's supposed to be good, but I don't think I've actually ever seen Raising Cane. <coughs> John Lithgow. Yeah. So that was I. I think you're saying season three or four. Yeah, 
He was actually surprisingly good in uh, the newer Pet Cemetery too. Oh, is Judd Crandall? Yeah. 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 I, uh, I don't know, man. I kind of thought that one was going to suck. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nobody beats fucking Herman Munster. But... Brad Gwynn. <laughs> Going up there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing that pisses me off about that movie, both of them, is they have omitted his wife from every version of the adaptation of that book. His wife was like a major character. Not many people know that Crandall actually has a wife. But mm-hmm. they did the movie with uh, Fred Gwynn. And then the remake was a remake of the movie, not a remake of the book. So they just yeah. basically did the same shit. Anyway, it's just my little grievance. Um, did you ever see uh, Daddy's Tom? No. It was kind of perfect casting because he plays uh, Will Ferrell's dad. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one, that one is hilarious. Yeah, it, just... it fit fit the role perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> like he, that's who you expect Will Ferrell's dad to be. <laughs> it's like perfect casting sometimes. And he's just like, who would his dad be? It's like fucking Sean Connery as Indiana Jones' dad. He's like, okay, yeah, I'm up yep. with this. <laughs> okay. So that's what we got to do one of these uh, one of these shows. We have to come up with a, a movie that we want to remake and who would be the perfect cast for it. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm up for that. I remember trying hmm. to cast the X-Men movie back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because I did it. I wrote it down. I had it written down for the longest time because a group of friends of I and I had done it. And then Wizard Magazine put out their casting call, and I got most of them pretty decent. It was pretty cool. Good old Wizard Magazine. A new. Remember that shit. A new X Men with uh, Peter Dinklage as Wolverine. <laughs> well, that's about <laughs> the right size. It should. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I, this is going to be, I think, the third show in a row that I, we brought up Danzig. But he would have been fucking <laughs> perfect for that role at the time in the '90s. That was my pick. Fucking Danzig is. I think Danzig's too short to play Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine is short, but I mean, come on, not Danzig short. <laughs> but yeah, the Danzig was Wolverine. Um, Dolph Lundgren was Colossus. Uh, okay. Patrick, I actually said Patrick Stewart as professor x in the 90s when star trek was big and then the wizard magazine article said it then he fucking was it so that was awesome yeah um trying to think of the other ones like michael bean as cyclops would have been awesome back in the 90s john lithgow was magneto (laughs) (laughs) that actually could have worked i don't know (laughs) clint eastwood is cable (laughs) oh geez (laughs) that actually would have been cool yeah, that would have been badass. No, what else was we? Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme as Gambit. I don't know. Eh, we had the uh, Jean Claude Van Damme's too much of a self mark for it. <laughs> well, it's funny because you cram all these names in there, and then you know nobody's gonna get the billing that they want. It's just gonna be a mess. You know, I want to talk. It... I want to talk shit about Jean Claude Van Damme for a second. Did you ever see the? The version of Predator where he was in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's 
fucking awful. That creature looked like I don't even know what the fuck it was. <laughs> it's a red lobster monster who he wanted Jean Claude Van Damme wanted it to kickbox. <laughs> yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme. Thank God they're like, eh, this probably isn't gonna work. <laughs> and then the rest is history, because that predator was pretty badass. Yes. Big old vagina face himself. Yeah. No, I was. Is that what you think vaginas look like? <laughs> it is, isn't it? There's teeth in there. I saw a movie. It was about. Oh, uh, that movie. <laughs> oh. So yeah, huh. coming no, full circle. We got the. Uh, oh, go no, ahead. Jesus. To, you know, I've been trying to, dude, Channing Tatum was supposed to play Gambit, and I thought Uh-oh. that would have been cool. Okay. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> Did you, is this just because you want to talk about Channing Tatum shirtless again? No. I remember that. <laughs> the way he grunted when he said no. I got like like a rope. That. He's like, no. <laughs> uh. I remember that one trip to Roseburg where you would not shut up about Channing Tatum shirtless. Dude, I've never, show take, us. I've never taken a trip to, with with you to Roseburg, so... Yeah, you did. That one where you uh, would not talk stop talking about shirtless t- Channing Tatum. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 hit the, uh, I hit the caravan when uh, Paul Moonshine decided to never pick you up again. Mm. Well, yeah, because he's a bitch, and he doesn't. He just like I got home at four in the morning. Well, that sounds like your problem. Fucking, <laughs> fucking paw. I miss that old bastard. Fuck me too. Someday we'll be, but, we'll be back in that ring. Someday, paw. Not that you so, listen or even know that we're talking about you. Yeah, paw has no clue we have a fucking podcast. Then you'll paw doesn't know what a it. podcast is. He's like, how do I, how do I turn my phone on to listen to this? This jukebox thing. <laughs> got Have a, you seen a his phone? It's still on the back of his TV. <laughs> he just upgraded to a razor. <laughs> <laughs> but real quick, because we keep bouncing around and we we've kind of like marvelled over Marvel over the uh, comic books and then kind of bounced around. But I was talking to Darkness a little earlier about this. Um, so Zach, did you know that Marvel Comics printed? Uh, a comic book with the ashes of its creator. No. So, um, Mark Grun- Grunwald, he he actually um, created the uh, Squadron Supreme back in 1985. Really? It was a, a, an edition run. So he ended up, uh, his wish, because that was his baby, he wanted his ashes to be mixed in and print out... Uh, a, a limited selection of these books so that way his ashes were like sealed with his baby like his, his cool. masterpiece uh, I gotta find those <laughs> so yeah he uh, he died at the age of 42 oh, heart shit. attack Jesus but um, <laughs> Big V started investing in that broccoli yeah. I know right cool. um, it's like next year for you isn't it next, yeah April shit so we'll have my birthday and my funeral. Hey! <laughs> but um, so then um, I, I found, uh, I knew about this one, but Darkness brought it up after I brought this. Uh, did you know the Kiss comic the Mar- uh, through Marvel had the Blood of Kiss 
printed into it. Yeah, I knew that one, and I knew that there's some uh, SOP posters where the guy who played Jigsaw signed it in his blood. Oh, sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Tobin Bell? Tobin Bell. Oh, wow. That's kind of crazy. I didn't know about the SOP posters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we just just watched SOP 4 last night. You know, the weirdest, I... the weirdest shit I ever saw was, uh, I love the movie Goodfellas, oh, and yeah. Tobin Bell has like a ten second cameo in it. <laughs> Isn't Samuel L. Jackson in that for a second too? Yes. Yeah. And uh, no, but Joe Tobin, Bob Briggs. Tobin Bell is literally blinking; you'll miss it. He is uh, Henry Hill's uh, parole officer. No oh, shit. <laughs> and it was like literally like. I was watching. I was like, "Was that was that fucking Jigsaw?" Yeah, he also had a. Uh, he was in the new Creep Show. No shit. On, uh, the one on, on Shutter. Yeah. I gotta watch that still. I need the, to get Shutter. It was like the first episode. So you can watch that sweet ass Danzig movie. Yeah. Uh, For... You probably would. <laughs> Actually, no. There was one movie I wanted to see on there. Um, uh, the Cleansing Hour. Cleansing hour. I don't even know about that one. It's like uh, these people have a have, do like a Twitch stream where they do like fake uh, exorcisms, and then one of one of one time one of them happens to be real and everything all and shit goes crazy. Is that um, called the cleansing hour? I think. No, I watched. I I I just watched that the other day. I don't know if it's, it might be called the cleansing hour. Yeah, this dude, um, him and his buddy run, they were like, they went to like Catholic school together. But uh, the one dude is a priest, the other dude is behind the cameras, and they yeah run around doing these exorcisms, but they're all staged. And then um, the dude's girlfriend, who the guy who works behind the camera, his girlfriend actually gets possessed. And it's, uh, it was a pretty decent movie. Yeah. Hmm. The cleansing hour is also what Big V does when he talks about Channing Tatum shirtless. <laughs> no, it's called the cleansing two hours. What do you think I do in the closet? God damn. <laughs> Why can't I come? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, um, again, there's like no fucking news this week, man. It's I'm telling you. Hold on. So, uh, so we were talking about darkness. Was talking about how you love uh, stories about, uh, you know, the high and mighty people getting getting found out. Well, uh, I love this one, and it's also kind of like a, a matter of people should mind their own business. Where uh, the Louisiana priest who was arrested for having a threesome on the church altar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is what we've been reduced to. <laughs> This one, no, 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 fuck off. This one's been my story of the week. Because uh, he's arrested on, uh, on obscenity charges, having sex with two dominatrix. Well, one dominatrix and one adult film actress. And you know what? Good for him. Okay. <laughs> That's what I got to say. They should, like, a, a, it was, a, a woman walked by. Uh, saw them all going at it on the church altar, and oh, father, what are you doing? You know what? Just 
just fucking mind your own business. He's a he's a man of the Lord. <laughs> if he needs to shoot a couple ropes, let him. <laughs> it could be worse. He could have been on there molesting children because he is a Catholic priest. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> he could have been up there molesting children, but no, he was having sex with two consenting adult women. And good for, good for him, I have to say. <laughs> yes, Ultra Boy Zach on his uh his his, his fucking uh going off on a tangent. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Is it uh is it me thinking it's a good that a, a priest was uh, not molesting children was a good thing? I didn't know that was a No, tangent. no. That's always when when we Whenever children aren't being molested, that's a good thing. But <laughs> the fact that you're like, oh, Catholic priest. I mean, he probably shouldn't have been doing it on the fucking altar. But no, that's what, that's what makes it so much more metal, though. Yeah. Of course, you know it's the craziest place you've made Whoopi on the altar of a church. <laughs> uh, okay, you got me beat. You know, like, you know what? First of all, I consider these two women heroes because they probably saved an altar boy from being molested. <laughs> Second of all, you know what? He's gonna he's he he's I don't know if he's gonna do any time, but like he might have to pay a fine. Go find a religion where you know it's kind of encouraged to have sex on church altars. Um, hmm. I know Odin loves that shit. I was yeah, I was, you know, I was thinking <laughs> old old school type of religions there. I mean, I mean, like everybody thinks uh, uh, Satanism is, you know, sacrificing goats and babies, but it's really just a bunch of fat people meeting up in the woods and having orgies. <laughs> it's like goth Tinder, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Did you ever see that old? The uh, it's old now, but it was uh, Metalocalypse. Well, yeah, I love okay. Metalocalypse. Remember, I think it was Murderface was trying to find religion. And he goes and sits down in the <laughs> the Church of Satan, and they're sitting there like oh, yeah. talking about bake sales and shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's all it is. <laughs> that's, that that's basically. What I've never. <laughs> everybody has this idea of what they think Satanism is, but it's really not anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I've met several Satanists, and they're always the nicest people I've ever met. <laughs> yeah. Satanists and Mormons are like and the nicest religious people. Mormons are, yeah, but Mormons creep me out. No, no, they they're nice people. But that, that there's nice a religion, people, but... there's a religion right there that wants you to have sex Do, as much as possible. They write nice. Well, parts. yeah, but like, oh, those are Jehovah's well, Witnesses, right? I don't know. Now, now we're getting into murky territory. They start well, yeah, but blending like, together. With Mormons, don't you have to fuck through a sheet or something? I... <laughs> Oh, I have no uh, we, idea. We just we just lost all our listeners. <laughs> Utah wasn't on our list of listeners, so we're okay. <laughs> no, it's funny because, yeah, I know a lot of Mormons and actually have surprisingly good sense of humor. <laughs> that'd be that'd be the that'd be the best like first date story. Oh, how did it go with Stephen last night? Oh, it was really good, but we went back to his place and we had to fuck through a sheet. <laughs> God, it's <laughs> <laughs> all these false preconceived notions of stuff. I do know, I do know they have a, a thing with magic underwear. I don't know the extent of it, but I do know there's a magic underwear thing. 
Okay. <laughs> Moving right okay. along. Moving along. <laughs> um, in another case of people should mind their own goddamn business. Uh-oh. Uh, there's the guy, I sent you the news story, the guy who was caught uh, masturbating in a, in a parking lot, claims he was playing air drums in his truck. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he was the fucking drummer for Def Leppard or what? Only using one hand? What the hell is that? <laughs> of course it was in Florida. Uh, a man with a perverse criminal, ch- a history of perverse criminal charges, was arrested last week after fondling himself in a college campus. Hmm. It's funny, all the weird news stories involve diddling or whacking it or, you know. <laughs> just, just, just having your penis exposed. <laughs> I mean, that's. That, that... That guy is almost like next level genius. Where like, it, no, I was just playing the air drum, the air drums in my car. <laughs> nice. I would have never thought of that. I would have just been like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> Book me, officer. But no, this guy, next level genius, was just like, no, I was, I was. They were hitting that awesome uh, drum solo on that Phil Collins song. <laughs> <laughs> On the on the list of awesome excuses, oh, shit. Uh, there was a guy that I used to work with. He was in the graveyard shift, and we came in the next shift, and he was sleeping. And the boss came in, and we tried to wake him up real quick, but he didn't wake up. And the boss walked in and saw him. And during that time period, he had woken up at some point. And as the boss is looking at him with his eyes closed and everything still, he's like, in Jesus' name, Amen. <laughs> he opens his eyes and gets out of the seat. So he got out of getting busted for sleeping on the job by nice. pretending that he was praying. <laughs> nice. So, you know, we're bouncing around. Did you all know that they are finally moving ahead with The Last Starfighter 2? Jeez. No. <laughs> How long is it? What was the last one that came out? When was the... Uh... The original? God, probably. Uh... 82? Something like, something like that yeah i just i finally found it and bought it on uh the the microsoft store because i haven't seen that movie in forever i, dude, I loved that movie as a kid it, it was oh, a yeah. really it was a great movie um but fucking yeah the last starfighter 2 it's moving forward i'm like Phew. so uh two days trying to do this okay 1984. 84. Damn. I was amazingly close. What movies that you guys have seen through the years has so much setup, so much like put into the beginning part of it, very little payoff at the end that deserved a sequel and never got one? Kind of like the last Super Mario Brothers. (laughs) 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 Yeah, they already went went to Mario Land, but then she comes back at the end, right? And she's like, no, I need you to come back. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers. I always thought, I don't know if this might not even be on anyone's radar. Uh, the Adventures of Remo Williams. They put so much into his training, so much into his origin story, so much into like explaining him that like the last 20 minutes is the actual action scene. And then they never touch the property after that. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, huh. <laughs> it was like what? Um, 
I would have like my serious answer. I would have loved a sequel to Disc Nine. Yeah, that one had a lot of setup to it. And what was that? District Nine. Yes. Yeah, that one would have been good. And I um, think other ones now. Yeah, I'm trying. Like, I'm going through my head. Like, wasn't there like a long time where like they were gonna make a, a, a sequel to to Twins? Yes. I remember reading about that. They wanted to make a sequel I think to Twins. They're gonna call it Triplets, and they're gonna add uh, Eddie Murphy into the. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was it. They were. Uh... Yeah, they found their long lost brother, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> which I, which, I'm just a huge Danny DeVito fan. I would and, and I would have loved it. Has Eddie Murphy and Danny DeVito ever been in a movie? I don't know. That would be something to see. You know, it wasn't one of the greatest movies out there, but I always thought it needed a sequel. I am number four. Oh, yeah. It it was a decent enough movie, and they left it off where it was just kind of like, uh, like. Is there any movie cliffhangers that never got resolved? Like they just... Super Mario Brothers? Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> you brought that up with Super Mario Brothers, but is there any other ones that just... You know, mm. I can't think of any offhand. I always hated that though. Like you go to see Pirates of the Caribbean, and fuck, it just sets up for the next one. Lord of the Rings, and it just was setting up for the next one. I hate that. Well, Lord of the Rings, yeah, they're all they were all shot like together, weren't they? Weren't they? Yeah, pretty much. And then they had to find a way to cut it so that they could get out of whatever major plot point they were going through at the time and set up for the next one. But, yeah, I get the uh, Divergent series. There was a movie series that was books, and they just never got around to making the last one. <laughs> just right. like, yeah, we're done. <laughs> although, um, although, also another horrible movie. I think I would have liked to seen uh, at least a sequel to it, The Last Airbender. Avatar, the yeah. M Night Shyamalan one. Yeah, I think I would have. I would have liked to seen it into it. Uh, you know. Nah. Yeah, mm. I do. Okay, I'm just saying that's my uh, yeah. Um, I I would have liked a third Amazing Spider-Man. That's oh, the other one, Tobey that... Maguire one. No, 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 no. Uh, Andrew oh, Amazing Spider with Andrew Garfield. One. Okay, gotcha. Well, you may just get that because. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. They're doing the the yeah. live action Spider Verse. We talked about that in the last episode, but. I guess some new information came out and they've actually supposedly um, signed an actor to play Miles Morales. Cool. So we got that. Which, you know, yay. But still no release date for Black Widow. Damn it. Right. And uh, I can't think of any. Oh, uh, Baron Zemo is going to be the villain in. Captain or Winter Soldier and Falcon. Cool. And he's gonna actually nice. look like Baron Zemo, where he's got the pink helmet thing on and looks like. God, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing I, I I think is a shame in these new Marvel movies is that none of the Marvel characters or villains look as stupid as they should. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was so disappointed with Taskmaster. It just looks like 
a robot with a hood on. Another, another military guy. Yeah, look, it's kind of the same thing they did with Crossbones. Yep, Crossbones was what I was disappointed with. Yeah, those gauntlets were pretty cool. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know. And he wasn't a raging white supremacist. You know. <laughs> I'm sure the actor was happy with that casting call. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> um, no, the, uh, although not one of the greatest movies, um, I mean, his movies are hit and miss, but The Mummy with Tom Cruise. Oh, I remember that whole so, dark universe they were supposed to set up. It was supposed to be, yeah, it was supposed to be starting with him, and then they were going to the Wolfman, um, the Invisible Man, the Mummy, or, you know, they were supposed to go through all these different um, classic horror movies, and it was supposed to become one big, like, universe. Yeah. I I wish that that Mummy would have been decent. I, I, I have a friend who fucking loved it. And he bought it, and he gave me the digital code for it. So I punched it into my Voodoo and watched it. And I, this is one of the few movies that I have actually tried to get off of my Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> that and the the Ghostbusters remake that they gave to me for free because I bought a movie. I yeah, I just I loved the idea and concept. And Russell Crowe as Doctor Jekyll was <laughs> hilariously great, but. Ah, that movie just killed me inside because it was so terrible. Yeah. You remember when they uh, they dropped the trailer and it had no sound in it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, did we score this? No, just let it go. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I have one more weird news story. <laughs> throw it out there. Right. We ain't got nothing going right now. <laughs> uh... A woman calls off wedding to a ghost after he turns to partying and drugs while on on vacation. <laughs> the ghost is partying, and is that is that what it's the story? The ghost, saying? The, the the woman, this woman who is alive, and um, a ghost were planning to be married, but I guess this is in the UK. So he went on holiday, and then he completely changed. This is the woman's quote. I think maybe he fell in with a bad crowd when we were on holiday. He just started becoming really inconsiderate. He disappeared for long periods of time, and when he'd come back, he'd bring other spirits to the house, and they'd stay around for days. <laughs> oh, and he was—he had extra ectoplasm. <laughs> and he—I think he started Jesus. doing drugs and partying a bit much, which. If ghost drugs are a thing, I am so on board with the afterlife. Give me some of that ghost crack. I want some of that. I want ghost haram. I want that, that ghost meth, whatever's up there. <laughs> Damn. You think you think uh, ghosts like booty bump it? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it could be a thing. Um, a Iron Man balloon mistaken for alien invader by an Indian village. <laughs> an Iron Man balloon. Yeah, it's just these these uh, Indian uh, dots, not feathers. Uh, police holding up an Iron Man balloon. Fuck. <laughs> it looks like I will have to do some editing in this episode. <laughs> 
Stop, stop, feathers. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, no, speaking of a balloon, uh, what was it, New Jersey? Uh, that big old fiasco with the, uh, the UFO sighting and it was a Goodyear blimp? Yes. That was, like, not that long ago, wasn't it? That was just, like, last month. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing the video and everybody freaking out about it. And then somebody was like, yeah, I cleaned up the vil- the, the video and it's just a Goodyear balloon. Jeez. Oh, that was hilarious. Right? <laughs> All right. Any more uh, weird news stories? Um, Nothing's popping up at the moment. All right. Did everybody read? Invincible, yes, sir. Yes, all right. I love it. Well, you, yeah, you were the one that suggested, so you're or no, no, V suggested, suggested it. but you were the one that always, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna continue on with that one for Comic Book Book Club. We read the uh, Invincible Volume One, Family Matters, I think it's called. It's now going to be a animated television show for I think Amazon, yes, yeah, I believe it's Amazon. Okay. We may be wrong on who's airing it, but there is an actual animated TV show coming out. So, yeah, I mean, it starts off relatively, you know, <laughs> normal. Like, oh, Dad's a superhero, and oh, look, I've got powers, and but then it, it, yeah, it's going to take a turn. So <laughs> it, it takes a turn, and admittedly, as much as I love it, the first, I'd say the first volume's probably the weakest. It probably does the... Um, it, it it probably doesn't set up how good the sto- the 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 series is gonna be. Yeah, because you know it's just like you know, he hits puberty and now suddenly he could fly and is super strong and oh wait, dad's basically Superman with a mustache. Yeah, <laughs> with a porn stash. Have we? Oh, oh okay. So how have you guys read the series yet or? No, I I've gotten through the first few issues before, but I never I got through the first trade paperback, so now I'm going to continue it. That I've gotten over that hump. I want to talk about like a very very like mild spoil. Not even a, I don't even think it's a spoiler, because obviously you know he's Superman, he's an alien, yeah. and I think they talk about that. Where uh, it's he, he's I can't even I can't even pronounce the fucking name of these people, but it's just a whole race where all the men are short hair with those porn mustaches, and that's fucking awesome. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they, at least as far as I read, they they talked about it. Yeah, where he's from a different I, planet. Yeah, I read the first three. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And oh boy, does that get weird. <laughs> so yeah, there's what is it, 150 issues total? I think. Yeah, I think. That's... I just I have the compendium, so I'm not. Oh, Mister, I have money over there. I can buy a compendium. They're thirty bucks. Oh God, for a comic <laughs> book, you're insane. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I could I could take that thirty dollars and eat for two weeks. <laughs> Ramen and tuna fish is a thing, all right? Oh, man. Pork and beans. <laughs> Pork and beans! Pork and beans! I don't know if anyone ever remembers that I know. living color. I mean, darkness, you gotta remember, Zach's the one that dropped a hundred bucks on a fucking box of Star Wars comics that he didn't know what was in it. 
<laughs> yeah. Are you still on that? Is there some gems in there? There's a couple. Yeah, I remember there I, being a couple good ones in there. I mean, I got two big boxes for free, so I mean. I'm like, once I, I still got to go through those. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was only one box after Zach got to take a look at them. Right. <laughs> Action sucks, Comics like, number one? Yeah, this one's worthless. This I'll sucks, just take it off your hands. Sucks, it's sucks. a reprint. It's a reprint. Dude, I'm going I, I want to take these all to the dump for you. Don't worry. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm living in fucking California. Not California. It's on fire. <laughs> yeah. We already looked through that. So is Oregon. Yeah, so, you know. Is Oregon's not on fire anymore. No, It was. Every few years, California just catches on fire. <laughs> Plus, you got earthquakes uh, and all that shit, so you don't want to yeah. do that. I'll, go, I'll be in the Bahamas, off the grid. I remember when I was living in California as a child, we had what we called the Four Seasons. It was, because uh, it all happened in the same year. We had earthquakes, we had fires, we had floods, and we had riots. It was the year of the Rodney King riots. All those things hit oh, us at the, the same year. <laughs> it was... So, yeah, it was interesting. Enjoy California. Yeah, no. Yeah. Hi to everybody who lives in California, by the way. <laughs> we got listeners in California. I don't know if there are people that know me or not, but I know Moreno Valley. How's it going? That mall's still dead out there? Anyway. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Fuck yeah. God. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, he knows us. Yes, I know the Moreno Valley Mall. Anyway. Everybody's still going out there every Wednesday night to throw rocks at the trains? Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah Moreno Valley Mall is the mall that we would pass on the way to the Ontario Mills Mall, which is a much better mall. That's for my California peeps. What, what? All right. Hey, everybody, look at the look at the poor people's mall. It, God, fuck. I was a fucking mall rat as a kid, man. I would take on the weekends my fucking lunch money that I would save and not eat. So I'd have an allowance and get my ass to the mall on the bus. Then I got a car and I would still go to the mall, but just in other towns that had better malls. Well, yeah, because when you're like that age, malls were a new thing. Yeah. Well, you know, Fuck I can see I can see darkness <laughs> in his his trench coat, shorts, combat <laughs> boots, shorts. What the fuck? <laughs> well, there was one time my sister came to pick me up, and she's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go to the store real quick. You want to go?" I'm like, "Yeah." I run out of the house, and she's like, "You need to go fucking change." And I'm like, "What?" And I look at what I'm wearing. All right, I have a shaved bald head. All right, I had on a fucking tank top dago beater or dago yeah whatever wife beater dago tee a pair of, sh so, a so, pair hold on, of hold on, fucking camouflage shorts and my fucking doc martens and she's like i'm not going to the store with you just like that <laughs> and i didn't realize it i was just doing shit around the house and i'm like oh all right yeah i'll go I, put on a t-shirt or something <laughs> i totally pictured you as a ponytail kid I did well, not know you've had the shaved head this long. No, no. This is when I was first living on my own. So it was oh, like okay. 1920. I had long hair and a ponytail. 1920? <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck are you talking? What are you laughing at, V? 
<laughs> He's still laughing, but he ain't saying why. <sighs> What's so funny, B? Nothing. Fuck you, man. <laughs> He's still white. What's so... Let me in on the joke, B. What's so fucking funny? Uh, You're just old now. as shit. That's it. I'm good oh, now. God. Old as shit. Just remember, Dude, I'm B's older. older. I, I'm older than all of you. Yeah. What was, what was I born? 1842? <laughs> well, yeah. And you know, at least Darkness had the childhood where he could go to the malls. You were just like chased off by the other villagers and had to live under a bridge. <laughs> God. Yeah, I miss malls, and I have oh, a dead mall funny. here. So Mall Two Hundred Five is awesome. Dead. You get okay, Target at one end, and you get Home Depot at the other end, and there ain't nothing in fucking between. <laughs> so here's the thing. Mall 205 was never Mall 205. It should have been called Plaza 205, okay? Because the, the place was never that big. Okay. Okay. Now, granted, yes, it was a lot better than it is now. <laughs> yeah, literally, you have Home Depot, which takes up a big section of it. Then you go over to, I mean, it used to be a bike shop. Now that's shut down. So you go into the mall. Uh, you go into the mall doors, as they call it, and 24-hour fitness is in one corner. Bed, bath, and beyond's in the middle. I don't even know if they're still open. <laughs> and then Target's all the way down at the other end. And then there's this fucking magic shop. that I, I was going to say, they... is that magic stop still there? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's this one little magic shop that this guy always sits out in front of this booth, and I'm like, you have another job where you fucking murdered your grandparents or something because I don't know how you're making money. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you, you fucking get a new wife every, like, fucking three months and fucking kill them off or something because, dude, like, you see, nobody goes into the mall unless yeah. you're a fucking crackhead passing through or somebody fucking running from um, either Home Depot or Target after you shoplifted. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a fucking dead mall over there. And, yeah, like I said, there was that one fucking magic shop and I was like, is that still open? And yeah. it's got to be, like you said, man, some dude that just got, it's just his hobby, you know? <laughs> Suck because we had the same kind of situation when I was growing up in California. There was a comic book shop, a fucking comic book shop. And the guy that owned it was a dentist. And he only opened it whenever the fuck he wanted to because he's a fucking dentist and he didn't need to. So I go in there one day and I'm like, oh, hey, can I buy that statue? And he's like, I'm like, how much is that statue? He's like, oh, it's not for sale. Like, oh, okay. He's like, that's mine. I was like, well, why would you put it up there? Everything in here is technically yours. And he's like, well, that, that's not for sale. I'm like, all right, how about that one? Uh, that's it's just for display. I'm like, what the fuck? So the guy, we found out later, years later, because I had a friend that was like tight with one of the, the owners over there. The guy used the comic shop to store all of his fucking shit because his wife was pissed that he had it. So the kids, <laughs> kids fucking go in there to buy shit, and none of it's for sale. Because he's just using it as a storage facility for his crap. <laughs> what a scam. Fucking bullshit. He'd get, like, weekly comics, and if you didn't get there that week, the bins for him were so fucking small, he just trashed them. Jesus. Jesus. So he had, like, the weekly comics in order to get... He got fucking tax write-offs or some shit for it. Because it lost money. But he just used it as a storage facility for all his shit. 
Fuck that. That's my rant. Fuck that. Anyway. Dude, I would have been outside his building collecting those comic books when he threw them away. <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, uh, we'd go down to the mall. There was a Barnes & Noble. We would jump in the dumpster and find all the coverless books and fucking take them home. Because <laughs> they rip off the cover and mail them back, get credit for it if a book didn't sell. And so they'd throw the rest of the book in the fucking trash. Stupid shit. Uh-huh. Anyway. Now I've ranted about my childhood. Jesus. You're talking about me going on rants. I was yeah. say, that, that's, that's Zach's spot, man. Why are you taking his glory? Fucking well, Zach's over there throwing a fit now. Put it under how I was smited at a young age, right? Fuck you. <laughs> ah, fuck that guy for that. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Anyway. Hey, if you're listening to this, fuck you. Dentist asshole guy. It wouldn't that's sell me official. Buffy the that's the first statue. dark asylum... That's the first Dark Asylum official fuck you. <laughs> We've got one. <laughs> Ready? Let's do it. One, two, three. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. This is a new weekly segment. <laughs> <laughs> Just pick somebody from our past or who has smited us. Smited us, and we'll smite them right back. Oh, man. Because we got a fucking platform, asshole. <laughs> Fuck you, people who don't listen. Who for sure don't listen to the show and are probably dead. <laughs> yeah. All right. You I should, feel better about life now. You should go find this dentist guy now and see how horrible he is in life, and go. You want some of that fucking statue now, bitch? <laughs> Throw that sweet podcast money on him and take it. <laughs> Speaking of which, you can buy our shirts on Dark Asylum Pod. Help yeah. darkness! Help darkness fix his childhood by getting him enough money to go buy the statue. Shit! Oh man, that's a Patreon goal now. <laughs> Damn. We're gonna get up to, get up to a thousand dollars, and we're all gonna go to California, find this dentist, beat him up, and take his statues. <laughs> not, not, I don't want all of them. Just the one that he wouldn't fucking sell me. What was it? <laughs> it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I was really into it oh. at the time. <laughs> so it's one where, like, she's for a statue. She's looking it pretty was, hot. It, 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 was she's... Yank, it was his Yank Pink statue. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you were a 90s goth kid. So she's standing on, like, this little plot of grass with a tombstone behind her. She's wearing a pink sweater. And behind her back, she's holding a stake. And she's got, like, this come hither look on her face. <laughs> And I'm just like, yeah, I want that in my room. Darkness How hard like... did you crank off to that? <laughs> How bad is it that after all these years, I fucking remember it to a he's T. Like, he's like, hey, sir, can I at least take a picture of it? I gotta see if I can find this fucking thing now that you've brought it out. I, gotta... <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's the whole that's the whole irony of this thing is that like you could probably just find it on Amazon now. No, I want that one. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> I want that one. I want to put it in a bucket. I don't want to come all over it. Okay. Oh, I was going to take it that far, but okay. You were. We we all know you were. I had a, a poster of her in my room. How many protein stains are on that? Well, I had it put in a frame so that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, on, Windex on. takes I, that right off. Oh, my God. Hold on. I'll send it to you guys. I just... No, all I years. don't. If oh, there's man, cum don't. on it, I'm not. No, not that poster. Jesus. <laughs> on the, the glass statue. Jeez, you got. Oh, there it is. It's on eBay. 
Yeah, 185 bucks. All right, 185 bucks. Set up the Patreon. (laughs) We're setting that Patreon. We have to make. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We're just going to reach 185 bucks and call it good on the Patreon. (laughs) Yeah, shit. That's it, too. Holy crap. Damn, I just said that all from memory. (laughs) It's not really a pink sweater, though. Well, it's purple. Might have my a little hazy. What? What? Like, wouldn't it be some shit if this was the statue? Though? <laughs> is it? Where is it? And he's just selling from selling California. It. What the fuck? He's 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 dead, and his wife's just selling it. Probably. Anyway, based in the United States, doesn't say California. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, who's got the so, next pick for comic book so, book club? Hold on, how, how did no, you okay. go. How did you look that up? Did you just write Buffy with the fuck me eyes? <laughs> no, that gave me a totally different set of pictures on Google. Like, especially, like, she does, too. And this this person setting it up on eBay knows it because they got the full body statue. Then a total, like, up close of just these bedroom eyes with her pursed lips. Mm-hmm. And she, <laughs> ew. Uh. I never want to hear you make that noise again. He's all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Jeez, now that Remember, we've turned off hit, about half of our fucking listeners. Hit mute, dude. <laughs> hit mute. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to hit mute. Hold on. Uh, oh, uh, God, uh, I can still see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's as hairy as I thought it'd be. Uh, <laughs> looks like a troll's finger. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but darkness has, like, the hair goes up to shaft. <laughs> what the fuck? His... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. His wife calls it. His wife calls it the monkey. <laughs> it's like a monkey's arm holding an apple. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, hey monkey arm, get over here. Why does she call you that? It's like a pet name. Yeah. I bet. Oh my god. I'm crying. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so Zach. What is your choice for uh, comic book book club? I don't know if I could top that. Well, you know, invincible. Um, so, (laughs) (laughs) so I know uh, uh, Darkness. You were talking about like expressed interest in the uh, Marvel Star Wars books, and it's good that you brought up the 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 ones because Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith, is my pick for this week. Volume one. Okay. Darth Vader, Dark Lord And it's it's like a early. It, it takes place exact like right after uh, episode three. And he's uh in the first one he's it's uh the story of how he finds his lightsaber. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that those the new Marvel one are actually pretty decent. They're so. really good. <clears throat> I mean, the, I. Uh, I got the original marvel one from i don't know what the hell it was but don't i haven't read any of the new stuff so okay so darth vader dark lord of the sith is it volume one or is it just one story arc volume one volume one okay all right all right all right all right all right any comic book news i mean i know dc is rebooting again but Fuck, really? 
Yeah, they're. This is why <laughs> this is why I don't get into into DC all that much. It's just like they had the same continuity for 117 years, and then they reboot it, and now it seems like they're rebooting it every 10 years, and it's fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see what they they just ditched their new uh, distributor, so there's gonna be problems if you guys want actual comic. Um, I forget what they're calling it. Uh, but they're doing the weird stuff that comics tends to do. So there's going to be Batman's <laughs> going to be black. Uh, Superman's not going to be on Earth. Um, what the hell else was there? There was a bunch of weird things that came out of this announcement. So, <coughs> yeah, they're they're just going in a different direction with what. What do you mean Superman's not going to be on Earth? Like, I guess they they hated him, and he's just decided he's not on they, Earth, so he's going was, around the universe doing other did things. They, did they pull a Planet Hulk on him? I think something like that. I don't know. It's the, the news isn't very distinct, but it's just... Okay. I'm trying to find it right now so we can talk about it now that I've foolishly brought it up without being prepared. Uh, I mean, I'm looking on my uh, my comic book news website, and it's just really just story arc news, no big announcements. Uh, Future State, is that what it's called? No, it's not a reboot. DC Future State, no, that's not looks it. Like, uh, looks like Batman's taking Harley Quinn as a protege now. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So there may or may not be a reboot of DC. I've seen rumblings about it, but you know. Uh, they probably will. Yeah. Because that's what they do. Yep. Uh... Yeah, nothing really. Okay, so it's DC Future nothing State. Nothing really big. Is what it's called, I guess. And or is it a alternate just, universe thing? I, I don't. Maybe it's just a temporary thing. Uh, future state. Everything you need to know about DC's next event. Oh, it's just an event thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Some of the things that they're talking about. It's um, Batwing. It takes over for Batman. Um, okay. Yeah, so they, I don't know. We'll get as as news comes in, we'll let you guys know about it. Yeah, so like it says, uh, with uh, Superman's identity now public, Clark Kent must face the full consequence for his actions when an international incident leads to Superman's exile from Earth. Yeah. See, I got half of it right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> would have been cooler if they just pulled a planet hulk on him though if they fired him or something yeah jonathan kent picks up the mantle yeah well it's, it's kind of cool that they're still doing big crossovers i i know a lot of people hate them i don't but the only thing i hate is if you have a subscription to a book like i used to when i was a kid 
and you get fucking part seven of a 13 part story yeah <laughs> just like what the hell <laughs> that's the only thing that pissed me off but you know things change so yeah well, that's all we got for comic news we got uh anything else on the docket we're, we're working on our, our Halloween special. We're not going to say anything because if it doesn't happen, then we don't look like masses. Um, yeah. Anything else? No. Zach? Is he still there? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Zach just fucking took a powder and left. He got pissed about everything. And that's I why thought you... it got quiet. Yeah, yeah, fucking Zach. <laughs> Should we end the show while he's fucking gone? <laughs> now we gotta wait for his ass to come back so we can end the show. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. <laughs> I just watched Point Break the other day. It's nice. <laughs> All right, well, uh, you got anything else you want to say, B? No, um... Not really. It, it has been so. I mean, hell, I was trying to do all my research and look up shit, and there's just like nothing. Yeah, the, the fountain runneth dry at the moment. So, uh, if anybody else there wants to uh, get a hold of us, oh, he's back. Damn it, we can't end the show. Oh no, we're gonna end that the was... show while you were gone. <laughs> you fucker. That was just weird. My internet just completely went out. Uh, so I think, I think what we need to do is ask the listeners out there to uh, give us a movie they would like to see remade, and then we pick the cast. Ooh, that's a good idea. Um, yeah. And if and if they don't, if we don't get any questions, we just come up each one of us uh, have a backup movie so we can uh, recast it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll post it on Facebook too because we'll get. Uh, some reactions off of there if nobody knows how to get a hold of us through the podcast yeah. do it on twitter sure, also yeah on twitter at dark asylum pod i'm sure uh, sign guy whose ban has been lifted because he asked me about that this week um, <laughs> he, he's allowed to participate ask questions we may just have to have him on the damn show just to do something different when there's no nerd news that would be an interesting I... uh <laughs> I've been on a show. Let's let's not. <laughs> Damn. That's like a day one listener you just insulted, you ass. <laughs> I love Cyan Guy. Yeah. Cyan Guy's awesome. He is it's probably Zach. one of the best referees I've had in the ring because he sits there and he fucking cracks jokes with you and everything else. Oh, yeah. I love Cyan Guy. He, the thing is, if Zach doesn't insult you, it means Zach doesn't like you, so... Yeah, that's very true. An, an insult from Zach is a like. Yeah, he just retweeted you if he insults you, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, find us on Twitter at Dark Asylum Pod. Find us on Facebook. Look up Dark Asylum Pod. Look up Darkness because some asshole said that Dark wasn't my real first name, and I had to come up with something different. Uh, Big V and Zach Winners are all on there. Yeah. Um, um, you can find Big V under Michael Michael. My, yes, Michael Michael. <laughs> Michael, Dirk, Michael 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 Michael. Dirk Nest. 
as uh, my full name. So if you need to find me for some reason, uh, we got a page. We got uh, Dark Asylum Pod at Wix.com, something like that. And I Some don't know if you've mentioned this. But. I don't know if you've mentioned this yet. I can't remember. But uh, we also have T-shirts. <laughs> yes, you can find all of our T-shirt designs. Yeah, I don't not think only for at all. yeah, for the Dark Asylum Pod, but for each of individuals. Uh, me and Zach, anyway. I don't think uh, V's got any shirts of his own up there. Oh. Yeah, no. check us out. And questions. Find out what the hell we're up to. Give us something I that I can do. I own one of these shirts too, and they're like they're not like some shitty like Hanes shirt you get off Walmart and then ironed on. These are good quality, nice soft shirts. Yeah, I got one myself. Um, you get them from Amazon, so you get two days, or you know, if you need to get that dollar credit so you can buy a movie or a book or something from them, they do that too. It, they Fuck don't it. make it my size. They make it your. What the hell are you talking about? They do. <laughs> He's just laughing. All right. Never mind. Anyway. They don't make size holy shit? <laughs> Pretty much. We'll find you a holy shit size, and I'm going to send it to you. Okay, speaking of holy shit size, so... Uh, just, <laughs> I don't just, like where this is going. No, we were trying to end the show. <laughs> just real quick. So, we all know Wish is one of those hit and miss things, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. So, now I got me a nice little... Um, mini poster i guess you would call it but i i got me a um uh barf shirt from amazon or uh wish uh you know half man half mog half dog mog so <laughs> fucking what I get the shirt. god's holy name are you talking about barf space from Spaceballs. come on oh fuck so i ordered this shirt from wish i ordered the biggest size it's like 4x right well, I forgot Asian men in 4X is, like, totally different than American men in 4X. Yep. This, is, this motherfucking, like, I don't even think my kid can fit in this shirt. <laughs> I hate that shit, because you can get some decent old prints of old band shirts. Bought a fucking typo negative shirt, and that thing wouldn't fit a toddler. Yep. Fuck that. Fuck, fuck China sizes. And it's China. All... Just China sizes. Well, yeah, just China sizes. I'm not going to get it. Yeah, don't get this band in China. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered a four. I ordered a four X, and it's like, it's like a four X large. It's more like a, like a negative four X medium small some shit. Because yeah, I tried to put it on, and I'm like stuck. I'm like ah. That's when you do what I used to do as a kid when a shirt got too old. Hulk Hogan, that son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, for Zach Winters. Yeah. And for Big Vicious. That's right. I am Darkness, and the asylum is closed.